0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Move on now to a conversation uh, with South Africa's engineers, the consulting engineers of South Africa. And this is on the back of the public procurement bill. We know that's sitting with the National Council of Provinces at present, and uh, the move there, of course, is uh, the possibility there is that it will move ahead, uh, passed by parliament, signed by the president, and will be enacted. But it looks like there's a huge pushback, and uh, the consulting engineers of South Africa are joining us this evening to speak to us about why uh, they are quite unhappy with some of the provisions that currently sit within that piece of legislation. Chris uh, Campbell is the CEO of the organization, and he is on the line right now. Chris, hello, thank you for your time.
1: Uh, um, good evening uh and good evening to our listeners
0: fantastic thanks, thanks. for the yeah thanks for chatting to us uh, this evening chris it's an absolute pleasure uh, speaking to you let's speak about this piece of legislation maybe starting off with uh, from your perspective as an organization what government's intention was when uh, they uh, put this piece of legislation together
1: so uh, yeah so i think firstly the objective behind putting this piece of legislation together was try to bring together legislation that's sitting in different pockets uh, in the uh, Municipal Finance Management Act, in the Public Finance Management Act, in various regulation, uh, the old preferential procurement regulations, and to try and consolidate it into one, um, which would then be applicable on a national basis. So that that is the objective, uh, which, you know, uh, uh, we we have understood and and uh, you know we don't um, we don't think that's a bad idea either. Except you've got to get it right. It's not something that you can just cut and paste and hope that everything fits together. And it's going to work.
0: So let's uh, talk. Yes.
1: There are too many moving parts, uh, especially since we constitutional democracy. Uh, local government has got an element and a form of uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know autonomy. And and likewise, provincial and national government. So, you know, this bill doesn't take sufficient cognizance of that.
0: So let's talk about, uh, you know, some of the exact issues, uh, Chris, that arise uh, for the Council in, uh, Consulting Engineers of South Africa here. What are you most concerned about uh, as you uh, take, uh, you know, look at this piece of legislation?
1: Okay, so I think, firstly... If, if one understands and, and, and supports the objectives behind this, then you would hope that we're going to make progress and, and, and then get on the path of being able to implement it because as a country for too long, and I can specifically talk on the infrastructure area, we've compromised value for money mm-hmm. and often ended up with least cost decisions with taking into the the, about the total cost of ownership and and the unfortunate thing with the legislation as it currently stands, there are way too many pitfalls that may find us and most likely find us running aground even after it's been signed off by the president, which it's not unusual. Um, you know, there is, uh, for example, a, a a Khoisan Leadership Act uh, of 2019, which... The constitutional court had found was was not legal uh, simply because national treasury had not factored in all of the public consultation that they had received. Now this bill, as on record, a similar situation um, in in uh, you know through parliament in the phase just before the national council of provinces. So there's a pitfall. In the chapter four, preferential procurement, much as we need to have transformative legislation, yet again, in this bill, it's very far from qualifying to be considered a framework. It's too prescriptive. So we run the risk, yet again, of a constitutional court challenge, which uh, caused the previous preferential procurement regulations to be uh, ruled as being unconstitutional, so we we're not going to make much progress when at a time when we need to.
0: I'm um, curious to also speak about the you know consultation here. Uh, of course, this is an important uh, step in lots of the legislations passed here in South Africa. Uh, yes. Has it been adequate? Have you been engaged? Uh, you know, and could you have been engaged more?
1: So if if i talk about let's just talk the infrastructure world and the infra because that's the area that we you know we have um offer the most services through our members infrastructure development and the construction industry broadly now in the bill itself what was of major concern to us was infrastructure is a major spend in our country Mm -hmm. um it, it constitutes um, a large investment, and and in a country that's fast running out of money, we need to find ways and, and the best way of using and getting value for money out of those processes. In fact, um, just to give you a sense of reality, in, in 2022, if we take our GDP as a country of 4.5 trillion, then we spend on infrastructure assets, which – generally over a 16.6 over a 20-year average was 750 billion now that's only 16.6 we should be at 30 percent but the problem with that that even the processes and this bill doesn't take cognizance of the importance of procurement it's there's very little substance in the bill on how we How how are we, in principle, can we derive better value for money in all of our procurement spend and also move us away from treating all procurement as the same? Because if you're buying ballpoint pens, there's one process for that, and that's simple. You know, you can write with it for five minutes. It don't cost you five rand. But when you're building roads for communities or you're building houses or you putting in water installations, that's meant to last for 30 years. So your procurement decisions and processes must factor in all of that. We have, on the contrary, you find that uh, the process is fragmented and uh, uh, you definitely run the risk of not uh, having the infrastructure that's uh, meant to last for the 30 years of its uh, life lifetime.
0: I'm also going to find out about, uh, you know, where we are in terms of uh, this legislation and what might be the result of it being passed. And I'm going to make an example maybe of the NHI where we've spoken here on the show uh, to many people who are in the healthcare sector and they've made it perfectly clear that should the legislation be passed, it will be highly litigated, which means that we might never even see any of it come to fruition. Uh, Chris, is this a possibility with this piece of legislation?
1: Look, it's highly likely, and this is not even... Um, This is not a singular opinion from my organization. Multiple parties have interrogated this with even better legal and looking at the legal substance and the likelihood is very great. Um, And and of course, I think the tragedy that we have here is that whereas we, we need to be spending more money and getting value for money through our infrastructure to grow our economy but we're not going to make you know the 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 steps in the right direction so that we can exactly realize the value of the investment that we have made um
0: Well, thank you so much for speaking to us this evening, Chris. I hope we'll be in touch with you as as we watch the whole process unfold. Um, Like we said, it's one of those situations where we all agree on where we need to go, but we're not quite agreeing on how to get there, um, like many other pieces of legislation that we're seeing come out during this uh, period.
1: Yeah, no, I I think that maybe without going into the substance of the detail, Mm -hmm. I think we just need to think of where we are at. Mm -hmm. We're running into elections. And we leave it there and we all understand why it, it, uh, it is being pushed so quickly.
0: Absolutely agree with you there, Chris. Uh, thank you for speaking to us this evening and we'll certainly be in touch.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Fantastic. Oh, wow, that's uh, Chris Campbell. He's a CEO of Consulting Engineers South Africa, speaking to us on that issue of the public procurement bill. It is one, I'm um, saying, like the NHI, right? We all agree on where we're trying to go here. We all agree on universal health care. We all agree we need infrastructure. But for some reason, we're just not quite uh, you know, uh, meeting uh, the same Uh, Strategy in terms of how to get there, which is very, very interesting uh, because all of this just leads to nothing happening uh, and more and more uh, delays. The issue there is that, you know, we are a democracy that prides itself on uh, being uh, consultative in nature. And, uh, you know, recently the Anglo-American CEO, Duncan Wanblad, said South Africa's democracy is very loud and not very productive. And And I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he was saying. And it just makes me wonder if this is one of those moments also or when we're trying to put legislation together we get to a place where we have lots and lots of conversations we slow down the process but most importantly we don't get to where we're trying to go you've been listening to a power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit power 987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts